Alright, and uh, welcome back to uh, Small Talk. I haven't done one in a while, but uh, I'm back now. So, um, yeah, and uh, so I'm gonna be covering the AAF um, in this episode. I was gonna go over week um, one and two about two days ago, but I never got to. So instead, I'll be skipping the first two weeks and week three, which I'm starting now. And from then on, from here on out, regularly, I will um, be reviewing games uh, and predicting games and stuff like that. And I'm gonna keep track of overall how good I do. So this week, I'm gonna be doing Salt Lake and A Salt Lake Stallions and Arizona Hotshots, Memphis Express on Orlando, Birmingham, Atlanta, and San Antonio and San Diego. Uh, I'm gonna be getting into that, but first our news. Uh, I'm going to be uh, getting into that in a minute, uh, but first I'm gonna go over the news articles. So first off, talking about big moves, NBA trade deadline, tra trade deadline, and the All Star game. Uh, uh, Marco, I'm just gonna be keying on in on two major ones. Uh, Marco Fultz. To the Magic, uh, I just think that'll be good, um, and they're building up young talent for the future uh, in Markel Fultz, and I think he'll his uh, identity or whatever will be, you know, he won't be a guy that has a broke jumper. He'll be a guy that can play, and I think he'll he will play and he'll perform very well in Orlando uh, more than he did in. in um, Philly, just because in Philly they had uh, they had huge uh, young stars, and to compete with that, that's pretty tough. Ah, sorry, I'm getting some water. Uh, that's you know that's just pretty tough to compete with. Uh, and uh, secondly, um. Uh, Porzingis to Dallas, uh, kind of a shocker, I mean, he was, Porzingis was unhappy, but kind of a shocker that they would do that, uh, in New York, uh, they, they respect Porzingis, and that's what I like about them, because they respected Porzingis enough to let him go, and they wanted his career to be good, and, you know, him to have it, but then Anthony Davis and the Pelicans, Pelicans didn't. And I think the Pelicans sh should should be getting more hate than they do, because they're. I mean, they. I know they're getting their owner does not want to let him go. But if you have a star player that's unhappy, I mean, if I was Anthony Davis, I would not play for the rest of the season. I mean, he requested a trade, and that's what started all this trade stuff. And then you have Porzingis go here, Folks go here, Dennis, uh, Dennis Smith Jr. go here, Hardaway go here. You know, I mean, I've complete. I didn't remember who all got traded. Uh, the Heat uh, also did make a trade uh, for Tyler, I think. We traded Ellington and Johnson for him. Uh, um, Bogdanovich, uh, he was also traded. And, I mean, the Raptors are looking pretty good right now. I, I also want to go over the standings. Uh, Raptors are looking pretty good uh, right now. But I think the, the Bucks are first, and I think... In the finals, it'll be uh, Warriors, uh, Bucks. Uh, just by the way, everyone's playing, and I think the first draft pick will go to the Knicks and Zion. And 
maybe Kyrie and maybe Kevin Durant are all going to be on the Knicks next year. But, no. But uh, I think one uh, one uh, word, or I guess it would be two words, but to recap, uh, free uh, trade the, near the end of the trade deadline would be young talent. You, I mean, I'll expand on that, but short answer is young talent going here and going there. And I think that Porzingis is building up that young talent after Dirk with... Um, Luca, and that's they're going to be the face of the Dallas Mavericks for years to come. And I think that the Sixers um, uh, made a right decision to get rid of Markel Fultz. Uh, if it was just covering, moving, you know, getting cap room or you know whatever it was, I think it was smart because now Markel Fultz has a chance to shine in, you know. In Orlando, and then they have a, and the Sixers are just gonna play like the Sixers. All they did was lose, you know, like a six man or like a bench guy. I don't even know where he was on the rotation. Rotation, uh, but I don't, I don't think it was a starter. But yeah, I think that was a good trade uh, for both sides. And I think a lot of people won trades. I don't think there was a weird, unfair trade. Uh, <coughs> I think the Knicks got like three people for uh, Porzingis. Oh yeah, and the other thing I wanted to. Do is talk about in the NBA review is um sorry uh Ines Cantor uh going to the Trailblazers I think that's a good move for him and I really think that'll be good connections uh between him you know Damian Lillard you know that's just what I think and uh so we'll we'll move on uh so moving on to the AAF recap uh or not recap review for this week. Salt Lake Stallions in Arizona are playing currently as we speak. Salt Lake is 0-2 and Arizona Hotshots second best team in the league. Maybe first. Oh, I mean, is 2-0. Quick answer. <coughs> Hotshots are going to win. Uh, this point, Salt Lake is desperate for a win, but I don't think they get it here. I think they get it against a Memphis team or a San Diego team, maybe in San Antonio. I think they'll be able to pick off lower teams like Memphis or Atlanta later on in the year, but I do think Arizona's going to win. I think it'll be closer uh, than what people think because, I mean, you saw Salt Lake uh, just uh, against Birmingham 12-9 to last week, but they just weren't be able to, uh, to finish. They couldn't finish. If they would have been able to finish out the game, they would be 1-1 one one right now, and instead of being bottom of the league they would be championship contenders but I mean if you I mean I think after week three we'll know who will be in the championship or not I mean it, I think it'll be hard for a team to win seven straight games when you lose your first three so that one is actually currently going on it's 10 minutes in I don't know if anyone scored yet but uh yeah I think Arizona in a close one will pull it away I mean I just think it's Amazing Arizona offense. Salt Lake has a pretty good defense. But uh, I think one reason Salt Lake and Birmingham game was so close last week was because of sloppy, sloppy football. And I think Birmingham is super overrated. That's just my opinion. And you'll see that going in. But I think that Arizona, let me just mark real quick. I think Arizona will uh, pull away with a W, but it'll be closer than uh, some people think. 
Okay, so going into our second game, which is at 8 o'clock tonight, uh, is Memphis and Orlando. Memphis 0-2, Orlando 2-0. Memphis had some good games, and I think that we're seeing Christian Hackenberg at his best now. I think that, uh, I mean, he got demolished. He was getting hit like crazy um, in last week's game, and I feel like he's going to be a strong quarterback, and I think he's improved drastically from week one. But I still have no idea. Like, there's for me, there's no way to tell if he's going to be amazing or not. Uh, right now, he's not looking like the strongest quarterback uh, in the league. Uh, that would be um, Perez of Birmingham, but we'll get into that. Uh, but Memphis uh, is a good team, and I, again, I think this will be a closer game. But Orlando is favored by 15 points. And getting into Orlando, wow. Last week had a great game with San Antonio Commanders. Winning 37-29, coming back from 12-0. And then, get, being, and then coming back from a 29-17 deficit. Uh, there's one thing that I did uh, think about and point out. Uh, to when I was watching the game is Orlando's offense is always slow to start, but their defense is so good that it gives them time for their offense to catch up. Uh, San Antonio had been demolishing them all game and then did not score a single point in the fourth quarter. And that's just how good Orlando's uh, defense is. And even getting a horrible injury to Davis, uh, you know, he that was he still we still rebounded. And played like they should have, and they uh, came out victorious. Sorry, and I mean that was that was a good game by Orlando, and I think they're just gonna roll through this Memphis team. I know it'll, I think it'll be close. Uh, I think Christian Hackenberg will throw about two touchdowns, but I mean I don't think their defense will stop Orlando one bit. I mean I'll be able to watch it tonight. I think it's in Orlando, and that's gonna be way uh, harder to win for Memphis, but I just don't think, I do not see Memphis beating Orlando, Orlando has the best offense and defense in the league so far, uh, as, or that's what, you know, what people think, uh, so so yeah, that's, that's kind of my take on it, and I think Orlando does get the W, and I think it's by very good, fairly good margins. And I think for very good reasons. That's why everyone's picking against Memphis. And, you know, I I think that I have this one right. And I think I picked it right. But we'll see by tonight. And then uh, I'll let you guys know uh, Monday, Tuesday, something like that. Uh, another side note real quick. Um, I want to try to upload more. But uh, sometimes school gets in the way. Or, you know, uh, just me being lazy. So, um, if you guys... Please show support. Show support on Twitter, uh, just at Small Talk with no spaces, no caps. Just at Small Talk on Twitter. That would be really great. Uh, I'd really appreciate that to know that people are listening and enjoying these podcasts. If no one, you know, no one says it on supports us on Twitter. I mean, how am I supposed to know that you're listening fully uh, through the whole you know, podcast? Okay. Moving on to Birmingham Iron and Atlanta Legends. Um, 
Quick answer, Birmingham's going to win. Uh, they they did struggle against Salt Lake, and again, I do think that they're overrated by their week one performance, uh, and then compared to their Salt Lake performance last week, I mean, they beat Memphis 27-0, and then came, and then lost, and then barely beat Salt Lake, which is 0-2 now, uh, I mean, they might be overrated, or Salt Lake, Salt Lake might be underrated, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know, uh, but I do think Birmingham just, Having the first shutout in history of the league—I mean, having the first shutout, yeah—having first shutout in history of the league—kind of gave them that hype and looks. I mean, I still think that they'll be uh, strong contenders in the East, but I just don't think that they'll beat Orlando or get past Orlando. You know, I mean, I even think Memphis is gonna have a push like near the end of the season. I think they'll finish out about five and five, maybe like a four and six record. I think uh, I think Orlando's. Uh, at first, I thought it would be like seven and three. Now I'm thinking around eight and two, nine and one, maybe even ten and zero. I think one of these teams will be undefeated. I just don't know yet. Uh, but yeah, that's a little off. And then uh, look at Atlanta. Um, I mean, I think uh, they're gonna give. I don't think they're gonna, you know, put up a very big, very large fight. I think Birmingham is just gonna. Mo- I mean, just win very strongly because Atlanta to me has shown that they are the weakest team. Memphis Express have put up fights against teams, have Christian Hackenberg, a good defense, an amazing coach in Mike Singletary. And you know, I mean that's that's a good team and I think they're better than Atlanta. And I definitely think that Birmingham's gonna get this win. And looking at Atlanta, they just with Sims they just haven't been able to get anything going. Even with Murray in the Orlando game through an interception the first couple drives. And I mean he even Murray looked better than Sims and I think Sims shouldn't be starting. But I mean that's between the coach and the team and the coach and the quarterback and the fans are just gonna have to go through it. But I th- right now the legends aren't being very legendary. Uh they're just not they're not scoring on offense when they need to. They're not. I mean, their defense isn't getting good stops. It's just. I mean, poor football. The best thing on their team is the kicker. So. So yeah. I mean, I, don't, I think Birmingham's gonna win. Uh. Ah, uh, don't really. I just think Birmingham will win. Uh, I think it'll just be. I just don't think Atlanta will be able to keep up with Birmingham. Trent Richardson, uh, Perez. You know, I mean, Perez looked pretty we- uh, weaker last week. And both of them, like uh, against Salt Lake, it was sloppy football. I mean, drop punts, failed conversions. You know, I mean, it was just sloppy football. And I th- that's why I think Birmingham is overrated. But uh, I think if you put Atlanta against any team except for... You know, I think the only good team that they could beat was is San Diego, but I just don't think I just don't think Atlanta has the willpower to beat Birmingham. That's why I think Birmingham wins. All right, so last game, probably the most competitive game, which will be pretty much a flip of a coin. Uh, so recap: I uh, picked Arizona. I think everyone would have. Arizona has been looking the best, and I think Arizona will dominate Salt Lake. I think Salt Lake will put up a good fight, but I just don't think it'll be, uh, I mean, I can check the score. I would check the score, but then that would stop the recording, but I just don't think it'll be that good. Uh, wait, yeah. 
I think Salt Lake will put up a fight, but near the end, Arizona is the better team, and they'll prevail. Uh, Memphis in Orlando. I picked Orlando, and I think Orlando will beat them very commandingly. Um, it's just, I mean, I just don't think Memphis could beat this team. I think they could beat Atlanta. I think they could probably beat Salt Lake. I think that they could beat San Diego, maybe. I don't know. We'll get into that, but... I just don't think they have what it takes to beat the best team in the league. And, yes, Orlando is the best team in the league. Shot, hot shots are second. Birmingham, then Commanders, then San Diego, Fleet, then Salt Lake, then Express, then Atlanta. Atlanta. Uh, and then, speaking of Atlanta, last game that I just went over, Atlanta and Birmingham. Birmingham wins. Uh, Atlanta puts up no fight. And that's not because Birmingham's amazing and dominant. It's because Atlanta is really horrible so yeah that's just my take on it that's pretty much all i have to say about it and finally san antonio commanders versus san diego fleet probably the most exciting game we will see this far both one and one fighting for a winning record and that uh fourth fourth slot whoever wins this will be the fourth seed so going into this game from what i've seen San Antonio will win. I think California, I mean a huge rivalry. This is probably the biggest rivalry in the league. Texas, huge football state. California, huge football state. Texas, huge high school uh, football and uh, college football. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, success. California, same thing. Probably more with a high school success. Uh, De La Salle. I mean, you could just go on and on and on. Texas has some pretty good, you know, really good football schools too. But at the end of the day, when everything boils out, I watch San Antonio against the number one offense and defense in the league. Their running game is going to be hard to stop. San Diego will not be able to stop their running game. It'll be a close game. I wouldn't give predictions because I'm usually really bad at those. But whenever all the fog settles and you know whenever all this you know, you know uh, smoke settles everything fizzles down to the end of the game to the final quarter the final minutes final seconds it will be san antonio i think it would be a good fight probably up to the third quarter and probably even into into the fourth quarter but i think San Antonio's offense is going to be the reason they win the game. Two very good defenses, two very good offenses. But I think whenever you have an even game like this, an even playing field, uh, from what I've seen, San Antonio will win. And uh, So I'm going to go ahead and give San Antonio the win for this game. So those are my predictions. I've predicted four games. Uh, hopefully I go 4-0. I will have eight less games than everybody else uh uh you know other podcasts uh af um i don't analytics i think have a, has a podcast and has a twitter go follow them they are the reason i got this idea to go over it they are an amazing amazing i mean their voices everything from their voices to their style of talking about the league they know they know what they're talking about. They know their stuff. Go listen to them. They're way more professional than me. I'm like basically copying right off of them. They didn't do the NFL thing because they're just AF. But they are really good. Go listen to them. 
So, after this, hopefully, I will be 4-0, and I'll probably talk to you on Tuesday. But the other thing I want to talk to you about is Colin Kaepernick and the AAF missing, almost missing the payroll thing. And I've run a little long, but I like having a longer one. So, I'm going to take a sip of water, and then we'll get into this very briefly. So... The AAF players are getting $250,000, like, contracts. And Colin Kaepernick uh, just won, I think he just won, like, some lawsuit thing over the NFL saying that he is eligible free agent. I'm pretty sure that's how that went. I might be completely wrong, and I probably am. But after that, uh, that being said, he uh, had, you know, so, I mean, Tim Tebow, oh, Tim Tebow has been contacted, but turned what turned it down multiple times. You know, stars like that. Colin Kaepernick now. I mean, Johnny Manziel might make it, but Colin Kaepernick now talking to the Hot Shots won twenty million dollars, and <clears throat> that dude shouldn't get a dime, penny, half a penny from any professional football league. He disgraced. His country by kneeling, and it was wrong. That's why he's not in the NFL. That's why he's not in the AF. That's why he's not in the Canadian Football League. He would be rejected by every league, I think. And if he wasn't, then bad things would happen. If he was not rejected, the NFL would lose half of its fan base. If the AAF accepted his $20 million contract to the Hot Shots, the AAF would lose the majority of their viewers. There wouldn't be three million, five, you know, however many. It, it was three million the first night watching the game. It would be them. It would be about maybe a, a couple hundred thousand, maybe a little bit. You know, I mean, now I think it's fizzling out to a million. So I, I would probably say a hundred thousand people watching it. And when you're trying to make money, that's not very good. When you're based off views, that's not very good. And he also wanted a $30 million one from the NFL. So I couldn't find, I didn't really find or look up anything, but that is horrible. This dude should not be in the NFL, and I would look out for him. I really would, because whatever league he joins, it will break. That's why the AF will not accept him, probably, hopefully never, but probably for another four years. Now, sec I mean, talking about second chances real quick, Johnny Manziel deserves a second chance in my eyes. He blew it, like, majorly. But I can tell he's, I mean, he's gone back to school. I think everyone, I mean, I think, man, I think everyone does deserve a second chance. But I don't think it's right for Colin Kaepernick to come back into the league, in any league, because he if he got a second chance the league the league itself would get messed up so that's all i have to say goodbye <laughs>